Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Simon here with my co-host Dean. Hello. On the podcast called Why Does This Thing Exist? Podcast. Podcast. Well, we've got to have the podcast in other words. People might not know what this is. Indeed. This is the podcast where we try to ruin Steen's career. (laughs) Well, you know, it's on his last legs. It's more of a mercy killer at this point. That's right. Yeah. We haven't done one of these for a little while uh, in subjective time. Uh, I've had COVID and you've been to Butlins. Yes. I'm not sure who wins there, to be honest. No. Uh, I've said some bad things about Butlins on this podcast, Dean. You have, yes. It's not the first time, yes. We'll add Adam to our list of uh, potential litigators. Yeah. I don't think I've changed my mind about it very much, to be honest. <laughs> it's my first-hand experience now, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, the food in Butlins is dreadful, but the conviviality and bonhomie <laughs> is tremendous. Well, that's good, then. Along with you had a lovely time. What's the first thing you're going to show me this week, Dean? Well, let me just uh, bring up the file, as I sometimes I want to do. Oh, oh sorry, it's an advert. I didn't, I didn't think it was through. Edit this out. Edit out the adverts out. Yeah, so here, here comes the file. Yeah, see? What's that? Mixed up a bit, haven't I? Is that a shredder? That's a dot matrix printer. <laughs> From the old days. Oh, very good, yeah. Kind of a contemporary to the uh, dial-up internet, if memory serves. But perhaps uh, more, more of a predecessor to that. I think we had inkjet when dial-up was a thing. I think so, yes. Yeah. The dot matrix was the ones with all the little ribbons on the side. Yes, that you pulled yeah. off, didn't they? yeah. I remember someone in our class once uh, knowingly <laughs> printed off uh, like a space scene. And then a black background, which took like 25 minutes. And I used up all the ink, <laughs> despite being like six inches to, <laughs> to a side. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, school. Okay, so here is the thing where I found, literally found this. And I wanted you to tell me what you think of it when you see it. Here we go. Right, Simon, tell me what you think this is. Right, it's a green bucket, mm-hmm. and it says, Tasty Treats, Deliciously Healthy. And it's got a picture of two smiling horses on there. Mm. Now, um, there are a couple of theories what this is. Right. This is either some kind of value bucket of treats for humans made out of horse. <laughs> I haven't considered that possibility, but now you mention it, it does look like that, yes. Horse-flavoured Tasty Treats. <laughs> Deliciously healthy. There's nothing healthier than a horse. And you are what you eat. <laughs> That's a good point. Or, more likely, I would probably say, but less interesting to me, is a big bucket of horse food. Yes, I think that's basically what it is. It's basically a massive bucket of ho- treats for horses. Treats for horses. I didn't know there was such a thing, because... Horses? No, they've been around for ages. They've been banned. They've banned horses. No, they've been around. All oh, right, right. Nobody would dare ban a horse. <laughs> how, the, the practicalities of that alone are quite, quite mind-boggling. You know what they'd say in House of Commons if uh, you tried to ban the horses, Dean? No. Nay. <laughs> That's an actual joke on this podcast. Yeah, straightforward joke we haven't told it. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Fury stop now. Oh, <laughs> I think. End of podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Appalling <laughs> yeah, podcast. Just um, now you just hear a muffled gunshot. <laughs> Speaking of horses. Speaking of horses. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Would you ever shoot a horse, Dean? Like uh, not for fun, if you had to. <laughs> Say it was intruding on your property or something. All right, well, do I know it's a horse in this scenario, or do I see like a, a dark shape in the distance? Um, hmm. Bordering on racism, maybe. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you did think of that, but yeah, so... Well, I have actually been 
trained to benignly dispatch animals. Uh, that's, so it's something I feasibly could do. Okay. And I'd rather not. It's I'd a- love to see you benignly dispatch a horse. <laughs> how would you go about that? Forget, forget the fact that this horse is burgling your property. Tell me how you'd, how you'd benignly <laughs> dispatch a, a horse. We're cat burglars, but I'm trying to think, what, what scenario would a horse burglar be a thing? <laughs> Here's an egg that needs fixing, bro. <laughs> Um, I don't even know what a horse would want in your house. What would a horse want in your house? Your I mean, telly's quite good, although it doesn't get no. uh, Paramount Plus for some reason. <laughs> yeah, we've been over this before the, before the recording. It's it's an ongoing thing. Um, We've gone wildly off topic. <laughs> no, no, what no. is this thing? No. Well, two two questions I have. First off, I didn't know that you could get horse treats. I know you can get dog treats. We got in the house. We can get cat treats. Yeah. I thought with horses, they are a sort of different category. I thought you just had given them, like, the carrot... Yeah. Or some vegetables, or they eat grass. Grass is easy to come by, isn't it? Yeah. And the more expensive horses, I think they're beyond treats. Yeah. Well, you that's the thing. They get the finest treatment of any creature in the world, your racehorse. Well, that's exactly it, yeah. So I found this, and that, that's, there's two, two parts to this. A, I didn't know you could get horse treats. Yeah. I didn't know they were a thing until I stumbled across this bucket. Now, you can see from this, this is an actual life order I took myself. Oh, wow, excellent. Because this bucket was abandoned in the car park of my gym. <laughs> No, in what scenario someone would just abandon a massive bucket of horse treats? Because it was in an empty car parking space, and I thought, did someone come and park a horse here? And this is how they kept it there while they went in to use the elliptical. (laughs) Why you? It was in the middle of the car park. It wasn't like off to one side. It's sealed. No, I didn't look inside. Yeah. Because I thought there are a few scenarios where I could think. If assuming it's not full of horse treats, it's full of something else. Yeah. I can't think of any scenario where someone abandoned that in the car park, (laughs) which is good. (laughs) I went back the next day. It wasn't there. (laughs) So someone come to collect it. Maybe someone left behind. Oh, no. Slaps their forehead. (laughs) Turn around. We forgot the horse treats. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's... um, So, obviously, I was intrigued by this. I mean, by my reason to go to the gym out the window. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this constantly for the next hour. <laughs> I go, membership's got a bit of smoke. <laughs> no, I need to know about the horse treats. So I actually thought, I, because we're from a sort of slightly ruralish area. People around us do have horses. My sister had a horse for six weeks once. All oh, right, I didn't realize that. Uh, well, no, because she begged for a horse for ages because she was a teenage girl and I was ponies. My father, like an idiot, found some way to got it, get her one. And a few weeks in, she realised that she doesn't actually want to have a horse. She just wants to say she has a horse. <laughs> Much like Boris Johnson being Prime Minister. You know, he just wants to be able to say he's got one. He doesn't actually want to do any of the work involved. Right. But she was a teenage girl. She was in overhead. It was, it, it's fine. But, yeah, so I was like thinking, horses are, you know, are a common thing in our area. But I didn't know there was like a specialist treat market for them. I didn't think they were pets. I know, I know they, you own them, but I also thought they were just more worky. Animals, you know, they, they either race them or you, they, they, you know, just like I, I, this, this sort of concept never entered my head. So, yeah. Now, is there something else I want to show you? I looked this up. So, Bailey's horse feeds, yeah. <laughs> tasty treats, five kilogram bucket. <laughs> so yeah. I had to look into this because I was so intrigued. It's got a whole webpage about it. Yeah. Tasty treats, irresistible, healthy, high fiber treats, targeted at any horse or pony who deserves a tasty treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, no, 
This is targeted. I mean, customers. Do the horses have to make the transaction themselves? <laughs> I have been a good horse. I deserve a tasty treat. Yeah. I should say, I like the word targeted as well. It just makes me picture a horse browsing a magazine <laughs> or waiting for an advert on YouTube to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... Or on his Facebook yeah. feed. Yeah, but I wonder, is it the same website as people who sell ice cubes? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to market stuff? I don't <laughs> think this is... uh, also, uh, targeted at those needing a handy reward during training. Right. That oh. makes more sense. Yeah, that's... yeah, well, that ties into the gym. Exactly. Oh, maybe that was what it was. <laughs> someone like, the... taking their horse onto the treadmill. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's quite kind of a nice gym. I wouldn't say it's the one you can have... In, it's in dressage <laughs> on the squash court. I'm pretty sure they'd frown on that. And this one says, targeted at ideal for, ideal for carrot stretches, etc. Well, I never heard that term before, carrot no, stretches. Never heard that. I thought, is that some sort of, you know, horses like carrots? I was reliably informed about that. So I looked up carrot stretches, uh, horses, and um, I found this video. Now, what it is, apparently it's just ways of exercising the horse by and rewarding him with a carrot. It's not like... Oh, okay. It's like, you know, I'm going to put the shape of a carrot, like yoga's downward dog or anything. It's no, just no. reward them with a carrot. But this is a video called Pilates for Horses, right. <laughs> which linked to carrot exercises. So you can see what I spotted on this video, but this very fancy horse exercise thing. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, the horse has got a massive penis. Just... <laughs> it's just out, and they didn't stop the video. It's like this for a good five minutes. Oh, God. She's trying to take That's made me feel quite, quite queasy, that. It was, yeah. But it's the so... fucking thing's got five legs. <laughs> I mean, horses are known for being um, of that sort of oh, stature. Yeah. But you don't want to see that when you're doing your Pilates. No, you, you want to register to do I that. Give me five minutes. Let it, let it retract it. Oh. Then, I mean, how much does this horse like carrots? It's just got this massive lob on the entire time. Let's see if the ingredients these tasty treats match up with uh, Viagra did. <laughs> oh, they've got uh, protein, oil, fibre, ash, starch, sugar. Protein? <laughs> protein, then? Yeah. Do you think someone is using this as, like, protein powder at the gym? Oh. How much is this? Let's find out how much this product is. And whether it's cheaper than buying a massive bucket, five kilogram bucket of protein. Oh, it's no, it's not, not showing a price. That's always a bad sign, oh, isn't it? Never a good sign. It's like we tried to buy them in Tross Ligam, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by 90 quid for that was what? An absolute disaster, that was. Yeah, some turned up. No. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not finding it. It's not. Uh, ah, well, we'll come back to that next week, listeners. Yes, but anyway, so why do you think there was a bucket of horse treats in my gym, <laughs> in the car park specifically? I've got to stick with that theory, Dean. I think I think someone is abusing these horse treats like they would steroids. <laughs> Have you seen any men with particularly big penises <laughs> and, and really nice hair and eyelashes? <laughs> just going and frolicking in the chair. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's a good point because... Kicking anybody from behind. Steroid, <laughs> steroid use causes your balls to shrink because what you're doing is it's uh, testosterone-based stuff. Because you're injecting more testosterone in your body than you would normally produce. Right. Most of it for men comes from the testes. So your body's going like, oh, I've got more testosterone. I need to stop the supply. And does by doing that, it shrivels your gonads. Oh, right. That's why men with, um, who are on roids tend to have a very, uh, they look diminutive testicles. 
Not that I've checked, because you, if you find someone who's on Raw, you just say, they don't really take kindly to say, they don't, can no. I have a quick scan of your package, please, mate? <laughs> <laughs> they find that most upsetting. Yes. But in fairness, so would I. If well, a stranger approached me with such a, such a, such an offer. <laughs> <laughs> offer. Hey, it's your lucky day, mate. Guess what I'm going to do. Um, but, but maybe this sort of offsets that. The steroids cause your genitals to shrink. You take horse powders to, to, re- to, to replenish. You've got sort of balance. There. Yeah. Oh, it's a fine balance. <laughs> that thing was balanced, doesn't it? That thing was a centre of gravity, I saw it. Uh, I don't want to think about that. Anymore, the well, brief millisecond yeah. I saw it, it frightened me. When you said protein, I yeah. thought you were saying, is this some sort of horse-based soiled green thing? <laughs> is that where the protein comes from? The bucket is green. I yeah. mean, the clues are all there. Yeah, fair play. No, yeah. I, I think there's people abusing these tasty treats. Yeah, it's just sort of... Again, I was just struck by horse treats. What flavour are they? Um, deliciously healthy flavour. That's the flavour. Deliciously yeah. healthy. I can it check sounds awful. Again. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things too. It's one, like one of those African countries say the free and dem- democratic republic of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. And like, so you're not though, are you? Yeah. If you were, you wouldn't have to say it. Yeah, exactly. To say horse treats. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool original. Yeah. Targeted any horse who deserves a tasty treat. So what if like a horse comes in and says, I have been moderately good. <laughs> I deserve a vaguely pleasant treat. <laughs> what have you got in the mid-acceptable range? <laughs> Without well, fail, uh, yeah. horses so, and ponies love high-fibre tasty treats. <laughs> I don't think they do. I am, um, just I remembered, when um, we were, you know, the valley we grew up in, like I said there's horses everywhere, but my grand's neighbour, he was, uh, he's, he works in the, the water company, and he was like fixing a big water main by one of the nearby farms. On the, the road that goes up to our village, right. like, where, 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 where the black bridge, as we call it, is. Yeah. Um, it's a bridge that's black. Listen, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing more ominous about it than that. No. <laughs> yes. um, and there's a horse field there. And probably one of the Valley residents and his wife had a huge screaming argument on the side of the road there. <laughs> screaming at him. She got on the car and drove off. Uh, no, and he was to the furious. Because my grand was watching this because he was working on the water main nearby. Yeah. <laughs> there was a horse standing by the fence just staring at him. As horses are wont to do, because they're not the smartest creatures. Yeah. He was so furious, he said, What the F are you looking at? And punched the horse square in the face. <laughs> Probably broke his hand, because horses are really big, heavy heads. And the farmer says, He goes, What are you doing? They started fighting him as well. <laughs> so that guy had three fights in the space of two minutes with his wife, with a horse, and with a farmer. <laughs> Oh, and I'm not noting. What should we give Tasty Treats? Um, I'm tempted to give him the usual Simon Special 3 out of 5. Yeah. There's a lot of mileage out of this. I think, uh, yeah. But then it did lead me to that uh, bestiality stuff, which I'm not really a huge fan of. No, not, not a huge fan. It's all right. It's like, small, um, yeah. Everything in moderation. <laughs> I think I might go a little bit more than you. I think I'm going to give this a four, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've enjoyed it's looking amazing. at that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I haven't. No, I'm going to give it two. I was enjoying it. And now then I've just had that flash of that horrible, horrible, dirty horse. <laughs> that sicko, pervert horse. Yes. Showing me things I didn't want to see. Yeah. Well, so it's the, two, two. Okay, good. Well, the, the link will be on the site if you want to see it anyway. Yeah, enjoy that, listeners. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so Bailey's Tasty Treats, well done. You have created uh, a product. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. We're moving on to section two. Section two, we'll, Simon's section. We're going to look at something now, Dean. Yes, we are. Something I found on the internet once again. The best place for finding things I find. 
have a little look at this now, Dean. Tell me what you think about this. Okay. <laughs> so this year, Dean, is um, <laughs> it's a perfume, a lady's perfume, and <laughs> it's called Funeral Home. Okay, yeah, that's... Yeah, I looked at it and thought, yeah, that's that's what it says. That's definitely what it says on there. It's by the Library of Fragrance, and you can buy it for £20.94 for 30 millilitres. Right. I mean, it's cheaper than Trottle again. It's cheaper, yeah, it's yeah. cheaper than that. That's, an, that's episode six, I think, or seven. Well, either way, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, listener. We're concentrating on this now. Yeah. <laughs> funeral home. The smell yeah. of a funeral home, Dean. Yeah, smell of a that's, um That's... An interesting choice. I mean, like last episode, we had Dave's haggis gin. I think yep. this. I think this goes beyond that. I think this is troubling, yeah, <laughs> in many ways. Because, oh. oh, as someone who has uh, worked with the recently departed, uh, I have familiarity with the scents related to the deceased. But mine was uh, the uh, anatomy theatre and dissection room for medical students, so smell was mostly formaldehyde yeah. <laughs> and formalin and weird sickly sweet decay. I'm guessing that's not what they've gone for here. No, I think this is more flowers than sickly sweet decay. Yeah. I uh, mean, they might do a uh, sickly sweet decay, <laughs> yeah, different one, uh, but I imagine that'll be a bit either more expensive or less. <laughs> but this one, Funeral Home, uh, is, uh, I've had a look into it, and right. apparently the scientists, there's, the, there's a word for the people who come up with smells, but I don't know what it is. Olfactory scientists? Uh, no, it's not a special word for smellers, top-class smellers. But yes. anyway, listeners, you you look into that. <laughs> yeah, that's your homework for this week. Homework days. for the week. Find out what that is. And, of course, as always, email it to Dean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but apparently they were coming up with new scents, and uh, they came up with this mix of uh, white flowers. Mm. And uh, apparently it was so good that it led one of the chief executives of um, the Library of Fragrance to say to one of the scientists there, this reminds me of my father's funeral, the Mm -hmm. funeral home. Yeah. And so they, instead of going, oh, sorry about that, (laughs) um, maybe we'll try and work on something else because we don't really want to be bringing up sad memories every time someone puts on perfume, they went, brilliant, we'll go with that, full guns blazing. (laughs) That's what we call a hook. We'll call it funeral home. So people who know what that smells like will smell it all day upon their person. (laughs) That is quite wild um, because I've actually done a lot of stuff into this. This is a terrible idea for several reasons. Now, smell is actually neurologically privileged when it comes to invoking memories and emotions. All right. Because it has a direct connection to the hippocampus and amygdala, whereas all the other senses, they they process different parts of the brain, they get sent to the thalamus, so then get sent to memories and emotion reaction stuff. Smell just links directly to it, because theory is that smell was the first ever sense. Because think of life evolving, uh, in the very, very early days of life, it was just like little cells and stuff in complex chemical environments like the primordial ooze. Yeah. So the only thing you need to know about is what chemicals are around you. Right. So the thing, you have to sense changes in the chemicals around you. That was what all you, you needed to know. You do it by smell. That, that's what smell is, isn't it? It's basically just changes in the chemicals around you. All right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. When you can sense stuff, you need to be able to use that information. So you need to be able to remember it too. So smell and memory and emotions and reactions to it evolved like in lockstep. And sort of shape the brain. That's, that's one. very interesting. I thought so. But uh, that means that smells can be very pr- provocative when it comes mm. to triggering memories. So when he said, reminds my father's funeral, I'm sure he was sure he was correct. You know, lots of white flowers around then. Yeah. But they've also done studies which shows that even though smell is powerful, it's quite suggestive. 
So you mm-hmm. say, give someone a neutral smell and label it, I know, um, summer meadow. Yeah. And smell and go, well, that's nice. Do you think summer meadow? You think, oh, that's a lovely thing. Yeah. Give someone a smell and label it toilet water. <laughs> and smell and go, oh, smells like shit. <laughs> Even if it's the same smell as summer meadow, because it's been labeled toilet water, people yeah. would expect it and it will smell shit <laughs> or, yeah. or something unpleasant. So when you label a perfume funeral home, <laughs> yeah. they will think it smells like death. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Wow. So. I don't know. I mean, marketers could have told them this. I mean, I was told this by professional perfumiers and stuff. Thinking, yeah, you got to be very. You seen a perfume advert? Yeah. Because you, you can't transmit smells over screens. You have to be yeah. all ooh evocative and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they put a lot of time and money into that, just thinking how to convey the scent. So yeah. Just calling it "smell of death." <laughs> essentially, it's your re- dead man. <laughs> it's a really bold move, huh. which I sort of respect, but I'm also baffled as how it got to this point. There may, there may be a reason why it's twenty pounds ninety four pence. I suppose so. That doesn't is that's not a lot for perfume. Really, no, not, not the good stuff. No. I mean, I'm, I mean, I've seen it. I thought I'll buy my house for Christmas, and I go, oh, "This is it's thirty million. This is only like ninety three pounds." Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she can have some lemon baking tins. <laughs> 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 Whatever. <laughs> Would you be interested in a book about the brain by Doctor Newman? <laughs> in my defence, listeners, uh, my wife is very. Um, uh, she hates wasting money too. So she would say, how much is this? What? And she would insist I take it back, which she has done with some certain Christmas presents before. So <laughs> and that's not a theoretical situation. That's happened. So, um. Has she ever gone to you and say, I'd rather have the money team? Just give me the cash. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This website doesn't offer much information. It's just, you the clone, unisex. So, you know. Oh, there we are. I could wear that as well. Yes. Equal opportunities. Yeah. No, I will say one thing. Death comes for everyone. So, <laughs> Death doesn't care what you got down there. Death is coming for you. Which is... I suppose like uh, goths and the gothic people. That's a good point. Yes, yeah, there's, there's a whole subculture which would be interested in that. But yeah. are they? T- it's just for people going to funerals, or like is Ooh. that what they're thinking? I never thought that. Well, all of the the literature from the company that I read suggests no. It's it's not for <laughs> that. It is of that. Hmm. Hmm. Let's have a look. A bit of a. Bigger look into this company, Dean. The Library of Fragrance. Yeah. Let us find out what they have to say or smell. So here's a little bit more of a fact from um, the website. Uh, LibraryofFragrance.eu. It says there that the scent actually started out to be flower show. Okay. That, seems, that sounds like a more, not, yeah. more sensible perfume uh, approach. But it says there in the next sentence, but our founding perfumer didn't like the idea of white flowers. So, so. <laughs> so he went with funeral home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he does like funerals. So he doesn't like flower shows as a yeah. perfume. Yeah. Well, sort of like you know, saying that, say you got a street named after Christopher Columbus. And, oh, yours, you know, his history's a bit checking now. Let's just change yeah. it to Harold Shipman Drive or something. <laughs> That's not really, you're not solving the right problem there. It's, it's a sort of thing because when you, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into preparing the deceased and there's a lot of ritual around funerals and stuff. Yeah. So like, but then I was thinking, is this for the deceased? You, know, you spray them with that. Is this like a, for the best of it, it's like a cop-out for undertakers to say, yeah, with the loads of stuff. There we go. It's like Febreze for the dead. Which is, which is a phrase I've never used before, I'll be honest. A little bit morbid, this question, Dean. Mm. But when you were working with the cadavers, mm. did you have to, like, uh, prepare them for public viewing in any way? Or were they all... No, that was one thing I didn't have to do because these were for dissection. The students' medicine had to practice on them. Now, that is something that happens in 
standard funeral homes and undertakers and stuff yeah. like that. We did have to uh, prepare them for medical dissection because they had to be exposed to lots of like, dozens of students. Yeah. So there was some really strict. You couldn't just donate your body and have it done like that. You had there's some really strict criteria as who you could take. So if you did, if you passed away of a neurological disorder, we couldn't take you because even though when a scientist is 99.99% certain that those things aren't communicable, that you can't catch Alzheimer's. Yeah. There's a certain, there's a fragment of a risk that one of the prions in the brain can get out and into someone's eye and then they could get out. So it's really sort of really regulated. So they have to be thoroughly and very, very carefully cleansed and stuff. But that means also they have to have all their effects have to go to the family. All their effects. Everything comes in with them. Like, right. you know, like they threw in pajamas. I mean, you can just cut those off and give them, you know, just put them in the bin because you know, people don't want those back. But if they have any jewelry, or anything, normally the undertakers take care of that. Sometimes something slips through, including the time the one guy who came in with, um, uh, 60 odd year old gentleman, uh, alternative lifestyle came in with, I believe they called a cock ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so it's only me and my boss working there, like, only two of us. So, like, right. <laughs> and I thought, I've never seen one of these up close before because I'm, why would I have done? <laughs> I, I said, looked at him and said, I don't have one of these. <laughs> and he looked at me and goes, I haven't got one. <laughs> right. Okay. So neither of us know how to deal with one of these. Then he goes, no. Uh, okay. Then, then the buzzer went, goes, oh, I have to go upstairs. He goes, right. You, you go. I'll, I'll sort this out. And he comes back up 20 minutes later. And I said, did you deal with the, he goes, oh yeah, I cut it off with bolt cutters. <laughs> and I stopped it. You mean the ring, right? Yes, just the ring. <laughs> I can imagine just lopping this guy's member off out of sheer frustration. <laughs> just putting it in the post, rejecting back, back to the family. Here's your effects. It's what you would have wanted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You could put it on the front door, you just a door knock. <laughs> Scare the children, Halloween. Yeah. But yeah, there was, um, yeah, there, there was some, it, one of the jobs where you have to just, Grit your teeth and get through it. Because we were living together at the time. Yeah. And I think you were there when the worst I ever had happened when... God, am I allowed to share this? Say it and I'll cut it out. No, you won't. It's fine. No, I'm going to go with it. Um, okay, keep it in. Yeah. It, uh, I might leave me a little later frantically panicking. But <laughs> um, Yeah, so I, I was left on my own for a week and we had someone come in and I had to... And when you embalm someone for this sort of thing, they have to be fixed like properly for a year so like, they can last, which means you have to fill them full of formalin and on the chemical cocktail behind it. And that means you've got to sort of in, take, go into the femoral artery and insert the pumps and then mm-hmm. pump them full of formalin. It right. sort of like dissolves all the blood and gets them all fixed and stuff. And you leave it overnight. It's like a 12-hour process. And which is fine. You know, that's, you know, that's just how it works. So I Standard procedure. Yeah. Set this, set this recently deceased person up. All right. I'm going to go home. Come back next day and... <laughs> due to my own uh, mind, I left the pump up slightly too high and this person was, I would say, slightly bloated compared to the usual uh, morning cadaver. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, I thought, oh God, oh God, oh God, i got to turn this off quickly because obviously that doesn't look good, does it? <laughs> An overinflated corpse. <laughs> and I was running towards the, the, the pump machine. This person had passed away from a throat-rated illness, throat cancer or something, right. which is acceptable, but... As I was running towards the machine, that's when their throat wound gave. Oh my God. <laughs> and, uh, the pressure meant that I was probably the first person, maybe the only person on earth to ever be projectile vomited on by a cadaver. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so like, I stood there like, <laughs> I was in like my uh, protective gear and stuff to turn the pump off, like, <laughs> when you turn the hose off, it's just, <laughs> uh, so like, just traumatized. 
had about six showers in a row, like scrubbing myself. And then got through the rest of the day, just like, why? I didn't think I blinked all day. <laughs> <laughs> I came home and I sat down on the sofa just staying ahead. And you came home from work. You said, I didn't, I was work. And I just went, ah, same old. <laughs> just went off to the toilet. I thought, I need a new, I gotta go find something new. Cause if this is like, I mean, this is mundane to me now. <laughs> I really need to find something else to do with my time. <laughs> Good God. Oh. You resurrected the dead, but in some kind of horrible <laughs> scatological way. It's yeah. disgusting. I got accused of that once, a magazine. You got I, accused of raising the dead yes. by a magazine. <laughs> yeah, you well, did not tell me this, and I, I, I want to know more. I'm pretty sure it's a translation issue, because I did an interview with a Brazilian magazine when there was a study out saying that you know they found some new way of re- sort of reviving coma patients right. who were believed to be brain dead. Or something like that. So, like, I thought, well, it's you know, it's early days, only a few experimental things, but uh, they said one sort of quote. Yeah, okay, you know, I think you know it's promising research, but you know it'll be a while before this comes into use. So we're not sure how much damage long term coma does in this sort of situation. So you know, you know, encouraging, but don't get your hopes up, sort of stuff. Yeah, which is fair enough. But then it was, I didn't think anything more of it because I do this sort of stuff all the time. And then I got a message saying, "Oh, we've uh, sent, we've uh, published an article, and we've done an English translation version. There you go. This is what people in Brazil are seeing right now." So I read through it. That's fine. They said, uh, "And according to Doctor Dean Burnett, an expert in raising the dead." <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you, can't, you can't accuse me of that. Also, <laughs> oh, like a fact, an expert. <laughs> Not one of those jobbing, jobbing necromancers. <laughs> I'm one of the best ones. Wales's premier necromancer, Dean yeah. An expert in raising the dead. <laughs> Don't write checks like can't cash, guys. Christ. Yeah. I, I quite like that. Hopefully some Brazilians read that and not realised it was a... Like translation error, and just thought like if Wales with that advanced, <laughs> yeah. we are just like oh yeah yeah this is guy, <laughs> you know he just raises the dead, he's an yeah. expert in it. Like, yeah, we can all do it, but he's the best one. Yeah, he's the best one. <laughs> yeah, he he spent yeah. more time in there. He's a bit weird to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> he spends more time. Bit of a is like. Can you think of a situation where you'd wear fun- funeral home scent outside of an actual funeral? Um, so I really can't. I'm struggling because. Obviously, you wouldn't tell someone it's called funeral home unless they asked and you were quite willing to see what their expression was. Yeah, you'd tell them just to get a shock. Yeah. Um, let's think. Where would I wear funeral? Yeah, and, and it is um, uh, a unisex fragrance. I think I would wear it to somewhere like, oh, um, an enemy's birthday party. <laughs> I, I'm loving this because that suggests you were invited to an enemy's birthday party. So oh, yeah. either keep your enemies of, close, isn't it? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. That's, that is the actual saying. But yeah. either they don't know <laughs> they're your enemy. No, they probably think I'm one of their very best friends. <laughs> oh, I see. You're right. So close enough friend to do a podcast with That's them right. as well. <laughs> quietly moving on to their wife or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, my birthday is next week. So this <laughs> oh, this well, is a really strange yeah. thing to bring up all of a sudden. If, if you come up to me and start smelling me, you're not sure if I smell like a flower show or, <laughs> or your nan's funeral or whatever they said it was, then, then you'll know something's up. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give the wife a heads up. <laughs> if Simon smells like death, <laughs> that's his way of coming on to you. <laughs> Oh, and I'm not Dean. What are you going to give? Uh... Um, I'm going to give it a four to five because I, I respect the the boldness of naming a sent funeral home for yeah. general consumption. I respect this unisex, you know, 2021 and all that. 
2022 it is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like back in the time, so to say. Yeah. This is so last year. Yeah. Hey, you know, it was 1996, and uh, <laughs> I quite like the smell of death. Uh. Well, Five stars. We had a pandemic last year. We were, oh. we were right in the middle of it. But, um, but yeah, so I sort of respect what's going on. I, mean, I know it's a craft, and I think it's if you have, if you have generally created the smell of a funeral home, that in itself is an achievement. I, I think. think so. So I'll, I'll give it a four to five. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, Dean. Once you get past the initial, like, why would you have that? Yes. And you think about it, like, I think, yes, exactly that. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, well, yeah, it, it, again, it exists. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not happy it exists. I'm surprised. Yeah, Somewhat yeah, exactly. baffled, but yeah. fair enough. Yeah, great. Four out of five for me, too. Excellent. See you after these beeps and boops. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. We're on to section three, and as everybody knows by now, this is the section where we've had tons of letters. Oh, so many. All so of them many. coming to the recording studio saying, good God, we love random Wikipedia article. <laughs> Dean? Yeah. Get I'm ready to click that Wikipedia, button. I'm hovering over a random article. Let's click. Here we go. Thong. Thong. Surname. <laughs> Thong is a Chinese and Cambodian surname. Okay. Okay, there we go. Right, for the first question, Dean, do you know any thong? <laughs> I can think of one for you if you want. <laughs> Sorry. That was That's the for. second joke of the podcast. <laughs> and was it better than the first? Up to you, I'm listeners. I think, no, it was, I, I think I quite enjoyed it. Uh, maybe, but I think mine's skirted towards slightly racist. Yes. Oh, just judgmental of those with speech impediments. They're yeah. not erased, Dean. No, but this is, it's a Chinese Cambodian surname. So oh, thought, right. I see what you're I saying. Thought, uh, no, I've already invoked the people, the, the, the proud Thong people. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know anyone called Thong. No. Um, the first thing that came to my mind was Cisco's Thong, thong song. Thong song. From yes. The so. I thought it was going to say Thong song. I, yes. But it thong. doesn't. Thong surname. Uh, Chinese Cambodian surname. Uh, origins. As a Chinese surname, Thong may be a spelling based on the pronunciation in different varieties of Chinese of the following surnames. Listed by their spellings in pinyin, which reflects Mandarin Chinese pronunciation. I'm not gonna do that because no, um, that's fine. Um, yeah, so we, yeah, we won't. We won't. Uh, no, I'm not gonna read the, all, all the Chinese surnames because I would not want to offend. How, how do you know any Mandarin? Then? Uh, no, I know some of my books have been translated into traditional and simple Chinese. I'm not okay. sure that counts as Mandarin. I think uh, I know. I think um, I know how to say good morning hmm. in Mandarin. Okay, I think, and I think it's Ni Hao. I've heard that. That sounds that rings a bell. Uh, once again, listeners, please do email in if that's incorrect. Yeah. Email me specifically, of course, because Simon has no time for this. Uh, no, I will check the emails. And yeah, I'll, I'll just. Del- I tell you what, Dean. If uh, you could monitor the inbox mm-hmm. and delete anything which seems threatening towards me or yes. will upset me in any way. Anything <laughs> that's, that's praise, please just leave that there. And yes, I'll, course, I'll yeah. review it at my own leisurely pace as I, I recline on the toilet. <laughs> I've seen Simon Toilet. You can recline on it. It's a very fancy design. The, uh, yeah, so people, thong, so pack, born. It's, it's, a, it's a name. Names have origins and stuff. I mean, that's fair enough. I uh, looked up my name once, the whole meaning of your name thing. Yeah. And uh, it said, Dean means valley dweller. I thought, oh, wow, that must yeah, be right, yeah, because I'm from a valley. Mm. But then, of course, I remembered not everyone in that valley is called Dean. No. So and then I looked. It was one of those, you know, 
by a key ring with your name on and yeah, the meaning stuff. Yeah, and I yeah. flipped around a few times and Lee, meaning Valley Dweller. <laughs> <laughs> I think this may be a theme here. <laughs> Blodwin, meaning Valley Dweller. <laughs> like this fortune cookie thing has got like just paper and bulk to chuck about there, see what happens. Bought. <laughs> do I ever research Burnett? I did. It's something to do with, I think it's Old Celtic or something, means something very specific, like dweller of the small brown island in the brook. Christ, that is quite specific. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it must be one guy who goes, my name is Burnett and I live here now. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. That does sound like someone of my origins. Yeah, he's a top class shagger. <laughs> like that's how there's so yeah. many of him now. Like. Yeah. There are a lot of us in the valley, fair play. Yeah. Uh, we are known as, in the valley as the Von Kraps, of course, because uh, the Burnets like to sing a lot despite regular requests not to. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, uh, uh, yeah. Um, my nan looked into um, our fam, uh, Feely, mm. and apparently he's, it's an Irish name. Well, it is an Irish name. There's no apparently about that. It's an Irish name, and mm. apparently it means chess player. Oh, okay. That's better than Dweller of the Small Brown Island in the Brook. Yeah. Unless you guys, you might be playing chess in the Brook, I guess. But it could be, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not included in the name. It doesn't mean good chess player. <laughs> no, true point. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Just, he plays chess. This yeah. guy raises the dead. <laughs> not, yeah. He's not an expert. Yeah. <laughs> he does his best. <laughs> Seen that pair over there? That guy's an expert at the raising the dead, and his friend with moustache. <laughs> He thinks he's good at chess, but he just sat there covering his own feces all day. <laughs> Banging what... on about horses or something. <laughs> Death to the pair of them. <laughs> we have gone off on quite a tangent here. Any famous thongs, Dean? People, here we go. Uh, thong Saw Pack, born 1928, Singaporean weightlifter. How were you on your um, Singaporean weightlifters from the mid-50s, Dean? <laughs> <laughs> um, sketchy at best, I'll say. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to. Uh, also, it's not in an area I'm willing to ad lib about. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I, no, actually, I wanted. I want to delve into him. Thong saw pack, please, Dean. Click on that. I, I will, but I will flag up the next guy. Thong Kong. Thong Kong, which is a great name. Yeah, it is. Thong saw pack. Oh, oh, small. Bloody hell! He's got less than two sentences. Yeah. He was a Singaporean weightlifter. He competed in the men's lightweight event of the 1952 Summer Olympics. No more. Facts Not a lot of me. pictures of them, I no. guess. Well, this thong can't be that popular a name if there's only three yeah. people worth noting, and yeah. one of them, you know, he's got less than two sentences on Wikipedia. Yeah. and at the you know, risk of sounding indelicate, uh, from two probably in two different countries, Cambodia and China. China has a lot of people. Yeah. You think, you know, the, the odds of more remarkable people coming through are higher than yeah. most other names. Click on uh, the other two, Dean. Uh, Thong Kong. Oh, Thong Kong's got a picture. Well, we'll, we'll probably find out that he was, like, the ruler of the world <laughs> for, like, 30 years now. He is a Cambodian politician, member of the Cambodian People's Party, elected to represent Kampong Thom Province in the National Assembly in 2003. Current Minister of Tourism. Oh, current minister. Yeah, okay, so he's okay, going okay. strong, going strong. Fair play to him. When you were saying he was a politician then, I thought that was going to explain why we haven't heard of any more thongs. I thought it was going to be like a Hitler. <laughs> like, sort of, you know. He's ruined it for everyone. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the kingdom. Um, yeah, just some general policies. Not the most extensive article, but he seems well, fairly he's benign. smiling there, isn't he? Smiling yeah. man. Yeah, he's, we'll yeah. probably find out later he's smiling as he stood on the corpses of children or something. Yeah, like that's, that. that's actually a very valid concern. Let's not... Let's move away from Thong. And finally, thong, um, our final Thong, thong, thong for this con- for this Thong contest. Yes. <laughs> Sean Thong. Sean Thong. Hong Kong race car driver. Yeah. Well, oh. Now he's got more of an extensive article. But here. this article has multiple issues. Um, oh, no. 
a major contributor to this article appears to have a close connection with the subject. Ooh, oh, it's, it's a geography. A vanity hagiography. <clears throat> yes. Get yourself an app, Sean Thong. <laughs> we haven't got time for oh, this. Oh, I need to use that as an insult from now on. <laughs> Get yourself an app. <laughs> Stop bothering the rest of us. Stop bothering the rest of us. With your nonsense. Sean Thong. <laughs> Oh, his career only goes from 2012 in carting. This is someone's put this on. How come there's only three yeah. famous thongs? Um, no, what I'm thinking of, it's actually quite quite a dry, inimpressively dry article for a th- with thong in it. As in, yes. Oh, God, that's got terrible connotations now I think about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the thong, the garment, I've always found sort of slightly confusing in itself. Is it, is it really that bad to see someone's panty line, as they call it, or... When when did that become unacceptable? Oh, good question. <laughs> is that is it, is it so awful to see someone's outline of someone's underwear? I well, I suppose uh, you can you can say about that that you wouldn't want people to see your your underwear, would you? No, I guess. But then, so if you can go around it, mm, I guess. But then, so, but then you want them to see the bare contours of your buttocks. I guess that's better if you're the person who wears thong. I don't know. As it? we've already established, this, this my buttocks does not have contours anymore. <laughs> yes, it's extremely flat. Yes. We also established that my fashion sense is, at best, minimal. Yes. So that's uh, that's probably a, an avenue I shall not <laughs> <laughs> not delve into further. I don't. Know, it's on uh, fashion and uh, clothing. Hmm. I don't like the way that Australians call flip flops thongs. Oh yeah, that's the other thong I was trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. Because it's got the string that goes between your toes. Yeah. I got a pair of those because I was on holiday and I couldn't find my regular ones. But I don't like wearing them. They feel odd. Yeah. I'm not sure if New Zealanders call them thongs as well or just Australians. But either mm. way, it just reminds me of the, the other thong, the one that goes uh, mm. around your genitals yeah. and anus. <laughs> so thongs it seems to be something, a garment which goes into gaps in your body. Yeah. Which is not... Ideal, I suppose, but no. and two of the smelliest gaps in your body. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, like the I mean, fair play to the thong. Then they, yeah. <laughs> it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah it seems yeah. the thongs are willing to do it. Fair play to them. But even so, um, so uh, in summary, I'm going to give this article a two because I think, so. I think I'm sure there'd be more thongs out there. There must be more thongs. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, and I think this article isn't uh, complete enough. Mm. You go on the last th- uh, Sean Thongs page, and it's being flagged. Because it contains too much information yeah. for the the worth of the person is speaking about, and then you go back to the original Thong article, hmm. and it doesn't have enough information. In my no, book, it's really, really quite. Uh, I guess it, it says, "No, Thong is a Chinese company." So where do you go from there? I mean, what? How much? Well, it's got to have a massive list of thongs, dude. <laughs> it's got to. If you if you put in Williams now, right? I will put in Williams. You, put in Williams. You see yeah. if I don't. Put in Williams and. Um, William's surname. And if we don't get a massive list of famous Williamses, uh, we'll just stop this podcast there and then. No, we don't. Alan? We don't have a massive list of William surnames. Okay. 